powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Evening. Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Come on in. It is um, Saturday night. We're going to do a preview of where we're going for tomorrow morning's message. Last message in our series, Summer Songs. I pray that you've been enjoying the series. We're on TikTok. We're on the Bishop Foreman TikTok, Bishop Foreman IG. And of course, we I shouldn't say of course, but we have added some of our other platforms also. So y'all are with me down here on Facebook and YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of that. Good to see y'all. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me as you come in tonight. Aurora, good to see you. Speak to me as you come in from whatever platform that you are watching me from. So listen, we've been in this series all this month, y'all. And uh, we are ending this series tomorrow. We're ending the series tomorrow, Summer Songs. And uh, and we, <clears throat> it's going to be amazing. Um, I have been teaching you, um, and we've been looking really at the, the life of Saul throughout this series. First of all, um, how many of you have been blessed by this series? Wave at me. And can you tell me what has stood out to you from this series? Good to see you, Oklahoma, Alabama. I was just there this morning and Thursday and Friday. Good to see you. Las Vegas, good to see you. Dallas, living Denver, watching in Dallas. Good to see you. Come on, Aurora, let's go. Centennial, Denver, Panama City, Atlanta. Good to see you. I can see your hands where you're being blessed. Tell me what has stood out to you for this series, because we have been, we've covered a lot of territory this entire month, but really what we've really looked at is we have looked at the life of Saul, and we looked at Saul's meteoric rise. It was a quick rise from really mediocrity to significance, from being a nobody to somebody, from being somebody that was overlooked to being somebody that wanted to be booked by everybody. And for many of you, what has hap- what happened for Saul, the same thing is about to happen for you in the remaining months of this year, that you will literally uh, be on a journey and that journey is going to bring you to a divine connection and that divine connection uh, is literally going to change your life. Um, Jesse, and you explaining the gift. The biggest thing is that I'm grieving and my gifts on this. That's good. If Kish didn't lose the donkey, saw what it never left home. That's good. That's good. All right, talk to me. Lafayette, good to see you down there. Atlanta, Denver, good to see you. Um, talk to me. What has stood out to you from this series? I want to hear from you tonight. Um, thank you all for those of you. Um, and pray for me. I literally just got back into Denver uh, about an hour or so ago, and I'm here with you. Um, tonight, and so this is going to be a short message preview tonight, so that I can rest um, and be good for the morning. I had two uh, two and a half amazing days of ministry um, testimonies already. It was phenomenal uh, in Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, Alabama. I ate good too. All right, it was amazing. All right, it was good. But I was in that gym. Let me tell you something. I made it happen. All right. What else stood out to you? <clears throat> what else stood out to you? From the series that we that we've been in all this while, hey Montgomery, next time, next time, next time, next time, gotta see you next time. Um, can you please pray for your family? We absolutely will do that. Don't let me forget. Stay on with me, um, Kathy, and we'll make sure we cover your family in prayer at the end. 
subscribe tonight. We got you covered. All right, you're in the right place at the right time. When I release my group, there's a Jesse waiting for me. Right. So much revelation in this series. And I want to encourage you, if you don't have the Harvest app, get the app. Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. Text the word Harvest. Can I get a few to type that on every platform? Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. And when you do that, you literally are going to be able to get the entirety of the series and uh, and be able to watch it. You can get our podcast. You can look at it in our app. There's so many different ways. Our YouTube channel, all of that is going to be available for you. But that's what you do. Just, just create a text message on your phone. You're going to text the word harvest and the phone number you're going to send that text to is 877-552-4746. All right, here we go. So let's just recap a little bit of this entire series of what we've been in so you'll understand where we're going tomorrow. Um, we talked about Saul, and most people, when we look at Saul's life, we look at the negative that Saul's life ended on. What was that negative? <clears throat> Saul literally, he ended his life through suicide. He ended his life by a self-inflicted wound. And this is important to note because um, Saul, before he got there, Saul's life started out well. And for many of you, watch me, what the enemy wants you to believe is that your life is going to uh, turn negative or that the rest of your life is not going to be the best of your life. And I want you to rebuke that thought tonight. I just need you to type that on the screen. I rebuke that. Um, you are not going to have a sad ending to your life. You are not going to have a sad second half of your life. You're not going to have a disappointing second half of your life. That will not be your story. You got to hear me. Um, Saul's life ended that way, but it did not start that way. At age 30, his father, Kish, loses his donkeys. And donkeys in the Hebrew culture, and guys, if you haven't shared this, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. When his father loses his donkeys, Kish, Saul, is sent to find his father's donkeys. And as he's looking for his father's donkeys, he's literally doing the job that a servant should do, which teaches us something very important. Everybody listen very carefully. Um, <clears throat> he was the son of Kish, but he also served Kish. You cannot be a son of anything and not serve. You cannot be a son of anything and not serve. Um, literally, his serving is what set him up because he did the job of a servant. When I get you to type that on the screen, I'm a servant. This is so important to understand. In any environment you go in and any place that you are, always see yourself as two S's. Number one, a student. Number two, a servant. Never ever come in with the attitude of I've arrived. Because whenever you come in with the attitude of I've arrived, watch me, you are literally going to uh, abate what you're supposed to receive. You're going to push away what's supposed to come your way. You're going to miss what God has ordained for you. You have to have the mentality of a servant. The Bible says even Jesus, God in the flesh, three anthropos, 100% God, 100% man. So much man can't believe his God, so much God can't believe his man. He came, the scripture says, in the form of a servant, which means his attitude was whatever needs to be done, I'll get it done. It was Saul's willingness to be a servant that got him the throne. Listen to me. You will never get into any place of elevation, any place of significance, any place of promotion without an attitude of a servant. And for some of you, watch me, you have to pray this prayer. Lord, give me a servant's heart. Because it is not enough to just have the habits of a servant <clears throat> with not the, without having the heart of a servant. Let's spend some time right there. Many people have the habits of a servant. 
They do the things that servants do, but they don't have the heart of a servant because the heart of a servant, watch me, it is such a heart to where no matter what the task is, I'll do it, I'll do it with gladness. Y'all getting quiet in these comments. No matter what the task is, I'll do it. I'll do it with gladness. No matter what the responsibility is, I will do it. I will do it with gladness. No matter what I have to do, I will do it and I will do it with gladness and I'll figure it out. I will not come with excuses. I will not come with a, well, I don't know what to do. The heart of a servant says, I will figure it out. As soon as I got back in town this evening, um, uh, a bishop friend of mine, he contacted me yesterday and he said he was going to be in the city. He lives in Colorado Springs. He said, well, Bishop, let's get it. So we connected <clears throat> for a few moments and uh, and we were in a place. And while we were in this place, um, the the, uh, the the lady, she had the attitude of a servant. Uh, and and it put, she said, well, no, just take it. Leave it there. I'll take care of that. No, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that. She had the attitude of a servant. Um, the, your, your heart has to be the heart of a servant. You can't just have the habits without having the heart. Because what will what you will do is if you practice habits without having heart, you ready? You will eventually grow cold in your serving. You will eventually, when people say they burn out, you didn't burn out. Watch me. You were never on fire. Come on here. You were never on fire because when you have the heart to do something, you will always be fired up to do it. Some of you need to pray that prayer. Lord, give me the heart of a servant. Him having the heart to serve is what got him to the throne. So he goes to find his father's donkeys and he goes to find his father's donkeys doing the job of a servant. And let's spend some more time here because in every realm you're at, we live in a culture now where even married couples will not see themselves in a seat of servanthood to their spouse, right? Uh, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this. Uh, I don't believe in gender. I heard somebody say, I don't believe in gender roles. I'm like, what are you, like, what? What the, what the heck is going on in this world? Uh, you, you don't even have the heart to serve your spouse. You have children that don't have a heart to serve their parents. You, you, you have a, a followers who don't have the heart to serve their leader. What is going on? That is not Bible. That's not God. And I don't care what you saw on TikTok. I don't care what you saw on Instagram. I don't care what you saw on YouTube. You better hit me. There is only one way to promotion. There is only one way to prosperity. There's only one way to increase. And that is with the heart of a servant. You got to hear that. You got it. You, you got to hear that. In every area that you're in, customers are, oh, listen. Yes, customer service is like, why? Because many people don't have the heart to serve. Don't have the heart to serve, right? You, you, you go to do a job and then, and then when, you, when you're held accountable to your job, then people want to get an attitude with you. I had to fire an attorney recently because I was like, you're just not doing what you're supposed to do. I'm telling you what to do. Well, what am I paying you and telling you what to do? What the heck? What, what is going on here? Bye. Right? All right, you got to have the heart to serve. <clears throat> Saul had the heart of a servant. So he goes, he finds to look for his father's donkeys. And when he's looking for his father's donkeys, he goes to four places to find his father's donkeys and he cannot find them. And I taught you in this series that each one of those places represented the journey that you and I are all on in life. He finally gets, and you, again, get our app, text the word harvest to 877 552 to get our app so you can get all of these messages in the series. 
we finally get to the fifth place. And the fifth place is a land called Zuph, Z-U-P-H, Z-U-P-H. Type that on the screen. Why is it called Zuph? Uh, I believe the Lord, in, in, um, uh, he interjected this uh, in a very significant way. Because it's like he went from A to Z. Because if you look at the other places he went to, one was called Benjamin. That's where he grew up. One was called Shalisha. Uh, all, the, uh, all the different places that he went. And literally, none of them even sound like Zuff. When he gets to Zuff, his servant that went with him says, wait a minute, I have an idea. And I've been speaking this to you, that one idea is going to be the game changer for you. Watch me. Um, it only took one idea to be the game changer for Saul. His servant said, wait a minute. Saul was like, I'm ready to go home. I'm over this. I'm over this. And right, look at me, right when you're ready to quit, that's when God is ready to begin. Right when you're ready to say, you know what, I'm ready to back up. That's when God is ready to begin. Can I show you how deep this goes? Let's go to New Testament. Peter, Peter, they have been fishing all night and the Bible says that they did not catch anything. Jesus, as they, watch me, as they are cleaning their nets. In other words, they were like, we're done. We're done. I'm over it. 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 When they were done, Jesus said, take your net, cast it on the other side of the boat. In other words, he says, I'm going to give you one idea. In other words, it's not what you're doing that's the problem. It's the way that you're doing it that's the problem. I'm going to give you one idea. I need some of you to drop a one because it's only going to take one idea to be the game changer for you. It's going to take you meeting one person that's going to be the game changer for you. You're going to meet one individual. Who did Saul meet? He met his man of God, Samuel. And when he met Samuel, this one connection changed his life. The servant says, I have an idea. There's a man of God in this city. Let us go to him and he will tell us our way. So what did they do? They go to him. And when they go to him, they present an offering to him because God always requires a release before he's going to bring increase. If I listen to me, you will never see increase in any area you have not first released. I'll say it again. You guys, if you haven't shared, click share. You will never see increase in any area you have not first released. This is bigger than money. This is bigger than money. Watch me. You will never see an increase in friendliness unless you are friendly. You will never see an increase in people supporting you if you don't release support. You will never see an increase in people praying for you if you don't pray for somebody. Whatever you want, you have to release it first. So number one, you gotta have the heart of a servant. Number two, you have to be a generous giver. Please type that on the screen. I'm a generous giver. And this is bigger than money. It's included, it's inclusive in money. It's inclusive in money. Yesterday, um, while I was in Montgomery, I was actually ministering for a friend of mine and uh, and uh, he we did a podcast several months ago, I think maybe February or something like that. We did a podcast and we were talking about business and entrepreneurship and all of that. And uh, and he calls me his millionaire mentor. And so I um, literally the building that he is in um, was a building that I prophesied to him. And then uh, he called me and he released the seed, he sowed a seed, a significant seed. And he's in that building. And I'll tell the testimony because he's, he's given the testimony before, but I'll tell it to you. He called me on a Wednesday before church. He said, Chief. I said, what's going on? He said, I know you have church. Um, I said, he said, I know you have church. 
Uh, he said, but I just have to run this deal by you. I said, listen. <clears throat> I said, all right, what you got? He said, there's this building they want $1.9 million for it, all right? And it's this big, it's, this, it's a big piece of, um, it's a big piece of um, property. It's probably maybe five acres, something like that, of property, a building, and a couple of houses that came with the building, the whole nine. He said, um, so this is the deal. He said, what do you think I should do? I literally walked him through, this is the deal. I said, you're going to offer this. I said, you're going to make this term. I said, and you're going to tell them you're going to put this down. On the phone, he said to me, he said, Bishop, he said, sir, that just sounds crazy. I said, I know. Follow my instructions. You got to hear me. Once Saul met Samuel, he followed Samuel's instructions. So not only do you need a servant's heart, not only do you need to be a generous giver, but you have to, you ready? Follow instructions. In other words, do not ask God to lead you and you can't be led. Do not ask God to guide you and you won't be guided. We were on the phone. I literally, I was sitting in my car in the parking lot on a Wednesday night um, before church, or Wednesday early afternoon before church. And I said to him, <clears throat> I said, right, you remember that testimony? And, um, and he said, uh, okay, I will, I will. He said, it's crazy, I will do what you do. And, and I said, and you need to release the seed. So he released the seed, he makes the offer. He says, you're not going to believe this. I said, oh, yes, I will. I said, because I'm a Samuel. I said, 1 Samuel 3, 19. And the Lord was with the man of God and didn't let one of his words fall to the ground. Guess what ended up happening? He got the deal exactly for the terms. Um, in fact, they even threw in some extra things. He got the deal. Watch me. Y'all ready for this? Watch me. He didn't even have to use a bank. Oh, my God. I don't know who needs to hear this. I need you to speak this over your life. No bank needed. Come on, Mrs. Preview. I only got 10 more minutes. I only got 10 more minutes. As you can hear, I got preaching voice. I got to rest. I only got 10 more minutes. Let's go. No bank needed. He got the deal. Listen, no bank needed. Just like I told him, they financed the deal. So he did not need a bank loan. The building that was supposed to be $1.9 million, he got for $400,000. If you don't release a praise right there, why? He follow instructions. He got it? You got to have a servant's heart. You got to be a generous giver. And you got to follow instructions. Got to have a servant's heart. Got to be a generous giver. And you got to follow instructions. So as I was preaching in that building, I hadn't been yet. And as I was preaching in that building and, and training leaders and all types of things in that building, it was, I, I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I said, this is what I prophesied. Oh my God, you ready? I don't know who this is for. You're about to be standing in what you prayed for. Please put a praise on the screen. You're about to be standing in what you prayed for. You're about to be living in what you have spoken. Come on, y'all. If you haven't clicked share, click share. We got nine minutes and we got to go. Literally, I was standing in what I prophesied. So when I got to it, I was like, oh, okay, this is what I prophesied. You know, I saw pictures, but I hadn't been there. Right? Um, and he regularly sows. He regularly sows. And that's why he sees what he sees. He regularly sows. I'll be sitting there one day and he'll, he'll send me something and say, here you go, chief. He'll send me something. Here you go, chief. He'll send me something and say, here you go, chief. He'll say, here you go, sir. But he's seeing the results and the fruit of that. And that same debt-free thing, this, it, that thing is transferable. All right. So listen. So Saul meets Samuel. And when he meets Samuel, matter of fact, you're right. Testimonies are important. And, and they're powerful. You ready? Here's what I want some of y'all to say. My house is next. 
Your house is next. Your testimony is the next one that's going to be sent in. Your, your story is the next one that's going to be sent in. All right? So uh, as, as we're there, <clears throat> or as Samuel meets Saul, he says, I'm going to tell you, you were looking for your father's donkeys. But guess what? What's getting ready to happen for you is God's going to give you exceedingly abundantly above all you asked to thought. Because you are about to become the first king of Israel. And when he tells Saul this, Saul says, why are you talking to me like this? This is too good to be true. And I need everybody to hear me. Do not expect to have natural when you serve a supernatural God. Listen to how crazy you sound when you say this. This is too good to be true. That's what supernatural is. Supernatural is too good to be true because it's supernatural. What is super? Above and beyond natural, which means, oh my God, I want to go up. If your life isn't always experiencing things where you say it's too good to be true, then you're living a natural life instead of a supernatural life. I mean, watch me. It's not too good to be true. Watch me. It's real. Come on, speak that over your life. It's real. It's real. It's real. Do not say you believe in Jesus and you want a natural, regular life. You should expect every day when people are, watch me, let me prophesy. You should expect when people are, because you're a faithful giver and you're a generous giver, when people are walking to you and handing you $1,000 checks and $10,000 checks and $50,000 checks and and hundred thousand when people are walking handing you when people are walking and handing you deals <clears throat> and handing you opportunity you ought to say watch me it, it may seem too good to be true for you but this is where I this is reality for me come on y'all speak that over y'all this is reality for me look at how crazy you sound when you say it's too good to be true we serve a supernatural God so if you want a normal natural life go get you a dead God. Go go do go do Islam or something. Go do something else. Go go practice something else. Go go practice manifestation, which is what is that? How you manifest without God? That's crazy. Go practice something else. Go go be a Buddhist or something. Go do something else. Why do you say you believe in Jesus and you want a regular life? Regular is not allowed. Come on, y'all. Normal is not allowed. I need you to type that on the screen. Normal is not allowed. Regular is not allowed. That's not allowed. The supernatural is my reality. This is where I live. I live in a place where I get stuff and other people say, how in the world you get that? Baby, it's supernatural. Saul said, why are you talking to me like this? This is too good to be true. And Samuel was like, listen, well, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. You're about to be the first king. He becomes the first king, but he's insecure. And everybody hear me. Everybody hear me. Please listen to me. Blessing does not, listen to me, does not substitute for healing. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to say that again. Blessing does not substitute for healing. What do you mean? There was an internal insecurity that even though Saul got blessed to be king, it did not remove the insecurities he had as a man. And they were saying to me, gone in these next six months, the remain, this last day left in July, August, September, October, November, December. Hear me, 
You don't just want to be blessed. Watch me. You want to be healed. Come on. You don't just want to be blessed. You want to be healed. Why? Because I don't want to lose the blessing that I get. In fact, I want it to go higher. Scripture says that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich or lacks nothing. And he adds no sorrow to it. And he adds no sorrow to it. And for many people, is the blessing. Many people think, if I get this, I'll feel better. You, you ready? If you get that, watch me, it will empower you. But it may not change how you feel. Y'all better talk to me tonight. You got to be blessed and healed from every internal issue, from every internal issue. He had an insecurity. First, he tells Samuel, why are you talking to me like this? Then when it's time for him to actually be proclaimed king and coronated is what that's called and crowned as king. When it's time for him to be coronated as king, what does he do? Message preview. He literally is hiding amongst the baggage. The Lord has to call him out and say, there he go. And everybody listen to me. This is what God, this is what this series has been about. Is God calling you out and saying, there you go. For some of you, this month, you found out who your Samuel was. For some of you, this month, there's divine connections that God has made. For some of you, this month, this month has literally been God calling you out and saying, hey, 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 hey. You can no longer hide behind your baggage. You can no longer hide behind what your mama did. You can no longer hide behind what your daddy did. You can no longer hide. There she go. There he go. Y'all ready? All right, here we go. We got two minutes left. He becomes king. He has a great military victory. But then he, he becomes stubborn and he disobeys the Lord. He doesn't follow God's instruction. Um, and God's issue with Saul was not that he messed up. His issue was how he handled his mess up. Look at me. If God has an issue with you, it is not because you messed up. His issue with you will be because of how you handled your mess up. Come here, let's go. Adam, where are you? God didn't say nothing. He said, Adam, where are you? Well, we were naked and ashamed, so we hid ourselves. What does the Lord say? Who told you that you were naked? Well, uh, the, 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 servant did that, the servant did this, and, and, and uh, the serpent did this, and, and, and the woman you gave me did this. And then, Adam, your excuses are about, you ready? They're about to excuse you. Come on, message preview. Don't let your excuses excuse you from what you pray for. He would not take responsibility. He would not take accountability. Everybody listen to me. There's nothing worse than dealing with somebody that will not take accountability for their responsibility. That's what Saul did. Because David, if you want to compare sins... David, the second king, sinned way more than Saul. He did way more stuff than Saul. But you know what David knew how to do? He knew how to take, he knew how to take responsibility. He knew how to, when Nathan, the prophet, went to him, he took accountability. When the prophet said, this is a mess what you've done and you're going to have to pay for it. He went into repentance. He went into weeping and sobbing. He did not say, oh, you know, well, you know, look, yeah, I'm just a man and, you know, I'm just, no. He said, oh my God, Father, forgive me. I have sinned and what have I done? He took responsibility. And listen to me, for the rest of this year, rest of your life, never be afraid to take responsibility and accountability. If there's anything happening in your life you don't like, you have to take responsibility and accountability for it. 
So what happens? God says, I'm going to give the kingdom to somebody else. Who does he want to give it to? A man named David. And on this past Wednesday, I showed you where Saul had to go get his, Samuel had to go get his, and David has to go get his. Tomorrow's message, I'm going to show you um, in the final message of this series, I showed you on Wednesday how Samuel had to go get his, how Saul had to get his. I started showing you how David had to get his. I'm going to show you what it was about David that gave David such a confidence that would have him run up on Goliath. Because for some of you, hear me, tomorrow morning's messages, 9.15, 11.15 a.m. Mountain, 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern Time, you are literally going to get the confidence you need. Watch me, 8 August, new beginning, to have you a new beginning. You're going to get the confidence you need. Listen, I'm going to show you tomorrow. I'm going to literally show you how David did what he did. I'm going to show you what made David say, who is this mob that don't know the Lord? I'm going to show you how David did it. I'm going to show you what happened in him. Because for some of you, watch me, there's some things going on in your life you got to run up on. Run up is an urban colloquialism, which means, I, watch me, and if you read the story of New Living, Bible literally says, and David ran up on Goliath. You're going to run up on some stuff. You're going to run up on some things and you're going to win. You, there's a confidence you got to have. There's a swag you got to have. There is a spiritual belief and understanding you got to have. And tomorrow at 9.15 and 11.15, I'm going to release that word. Anybody else excited about it beside me? It's the last message in the series, Summer Songs. I cannot wait to see you. If you're in Denver, join me in the building. If you are not in Denver, if you are not in Denver, um, then you can watch on any of our digital campuses. Um, so many great things to announce to you. For all my Atlanta fam, I got so many, I got dates for you coming up. And we're excited about that now that we're moving past summer. I'm excited about that and I can't wait to be there, which again, I was in the city, but only there this in and out on my way to Montgomery. It was, a, again, phenomenal couple of days. I'll be back uh, here in a few days, uh, but, uh, but I'm excited about it. All right, here's what I need you to do. Um, I need you to share this preview tonight. Share it on your Insta story. Text somebody. Invite them to church. You can go to the Facebook pages or whatever. You can use that as an invite. You can use Eventbrite. You can use that. You can invite people to church. Invite people to watch. 9.15 or 11.15. Replays are tomorrow at 5 and 7. Um, Eastern Mountain. That's uh, 7 and uh, 9. Eastern time, but it's going to be amazing. All right. Um, I'm super excited. Look at all these. Look at all this excitement about ATL. Come on, y'all. Listen, I'm excited about it, too. Um, uh, and it's going to be amazing. All right. Number one, I need you to share. Number two, um, if this blessed you, you can sow into it. And when you sow into this, I want you to call this seed. I want you to call this seed your confidence seed. Whatever you sow tonight, some may sow 10, 20, 30, some 50, some 100, whatever you sow tonight. I want you to name this seed your confidence seed. Now, if you use text to give or, or uh, online giving through Harvest um, and you can't label it, just when you sit, when you submit it, just call this, this is my confidence seed. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Woman with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify, and Given. All of that's available for you. 
um, you can do it that way. Um, lastly, if you are not a Christian and you want to give your life to the Lord, whatever platform that you are on, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. And to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Wherever you're at, on three, do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. Respond right where you are. Wherever you are at, I want you to respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, or be sure. While you're responding, Father, I cover the prayer requests that came in on TikTok and any other prayer requests. You can type them in now. Any other prayer requests. I cover those prayer requests right now, Father, believing that because you are a God that hears and responds, that hears and answers. I pray, God, that you would bring strategy. I pray, God, that you would bring answers. I pray, God, that you would bring, Father, the revelation necessary to see results. We pray that every prayer request is now a praise report. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right? Um, listen. Um, amen. <laughs> amen. Um, I want to do this because we are at, we're over time on every platform tonight. Um, I want to do this. Everybody pray this prayer with me, whether you're, um, whether you went to school with Jesus or you just responded to the invitation. Everybody just pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying for my sin. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, take out your phone. Take, well, you probably watch me on your phone. Text DECISION to 877-552-4746. They're going to type it in the comments on every platform. Um, I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I am going to go so I can rest and be strong. Strong. S. <laughs> S-T-C-R-O-N-G, huh? Uh, for tomorrow morning, but I cannot wait to see you online or in the building, 9.15, 11.15, 8 a.m. It's the last message in the series, Summer Songs. And I can promise you, um, you're gonna see something about David you've never seen, and I'm gonna show you how to do it for yourself. Because for many of you, the remaining six months, you just keep saying six months, there's a day left in this month, which means you count July. July, August, September, October, November, December. There's some giants you're about to literally take down. Come on, speak this over yourself. I'm a giant slayer. For some of you, the giant of weight gain you're about to take down. I don't know who that's for. For some of you, the giant of depression you're about to take down. For some of you, the giant of anxiety you're about to take down. For some of you, the giant of mediocrity you're about to take down. For some of you, the giant of not having the help you need, you are about to take down, all right? I promise you, you don't want to miss them all. It, it's something you've never heard. It's a, re it's a revelation you've never heard about David. Um, and what was so cool is uh, uh, yesterday or Thursday night, um, the man of God that uh, ministered, um, uh, as he ministered, he literally was right in the middle of what we've been talking about, which is so awesome. So um, the Holy Ghost is amazing. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Make sure you share this. And if this bless you, so you can use the tag. Uh, you can use the, um, what are those things? The uh, symbols, the, the, you know, the things. Somebody tell me what I'm trying to say. The... Uh, things over here on Instagram. You can use those badges. Thank you. You can use the badges uh, or you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelgula, Fi, Hello at Harvester, Citrus, or Cash App. That was signed Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night.
Make sure you share. Make sure you share, y'all. Thank you. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.